Welcome back to the Money Clip Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, the CFO of Carbon Pay, Rob Plefkin. How are you doing? I'm well, Raymond. How are you, sir? Great, great, man. I'm doing excellent. Glad you were able to come on the podcast today. So I know that Carbon Pay has a lot of major announcements that recently came out. And, you know, I am one of your current investors uh, on the WeFunder platform. We all raised close to almost uh, over just a shy of a half a million dollars. Uh, congratulations on that. And also a recent acquisition um, in the Latin Ant space. Uh, kind of walk you through what your plans are right now for Carbon Pay, at least from the financial side. Sure. So uh, we've actually to date raised almost 900000 in total funding and the cap stack. And so that's 540 from uh, the WeFunder campaign, 165 uh, from our first round, Friends and Family back in Q120. Uh, uh, 20. And then recently we've been doing uh, some capital raising in the carbon or in the smart clock name, which is a company we just purchased. So carbon pay for those that don't know is a global automated payroll platform. So we uh, go into specific countries that we target, uh, work with accountants and payroll providers within that country to develop a rules engine that sits within our online SaaS platform uh, that then people pay a usage charge, a monthly usage charge per head charge to pay their uh, employees in the countries in which we serve. And so we have been live in South Africa since uh, September of 2020. We did that because South Africa is the 12th most difficult payroll in the world. And so, uh, and we had uh, significant contacts, uh, significant network in South Africa, being the founder is, is South African. So we launched there 2020, started putting people on the platform, have grown the platform there since. Uh, we have just recently launched Mexico. And uh, so now have proven the thesis of the business from the get-go, which was multiple countries in one platform. Uh, we are about to launch Philippines, uh, should come on uh, in a September, you know, sometime in the third quarter. We're about halfway done the development there. And then, of course, the biggest news here recently is the purchase of Smart Clock, which is XMARTCLOCK.com, smartclock.com. These SaaS companies like us like to play with the word, with the lettering in the names to let, let it make them stand out. So Smart Clock is beneficial, interesting and uh, somewhat of a requirement for us for, you know, for various reasons. So benefits, it's an existing SaaS company, SmartClock is. It has been in operation since 2018, uh, started a little bit before then, but, you know, significant customers in 2018. Today, it cash flows uh, anywhere, uh, annualized ninety dollars to $100,000 uh, a year in revenues as it sits today. The platform gets about 200 trial signups per month. And the existing uh, management of the company was one gentleman who was the developer of it. So for the last few years, he's you know answered the phone a little bit, followed up with customers a little bit, but just trotted along on the revenue side of things. So we purchased the company uh, middle of June and have integrated it into our sales process, both our internal sales process with our head of sale, Andy, and uh, then our external, uh, we have an external marketing firm. And so we started pushing out the digital uh, marketing for that and uh, starting to have sales calls. It's, it's uh, required for us because as we, uh, the time tracking ability, because as we expanded the Philippines, the Philippine customer base that we have lined up, which is somewhere around eight to 10,000 people, depending on the flux that the companies that we have in the pipeline 
you know, are subjected to. Uh, we have to have a time tracking, employee time tracking, because there are so many uh, heads uh, when the Philippines comes on that for some of these companies to do it manually is, is not efficient. And so we're actually adding some uh, functionality uh, to their existing systems with the smart clock alone, let alone carbon pay, because they're doing payroll right now with Excel. But the smart clock adds functionality in that uh, it has facial recognition. So clocking in and clocking out from your iPhone or Android. So facial recognition, so we can make sure that you're the person that's clocking in and out. Geosyncing, so we can see where you're clocking in and out from. And if, depending on the local laws and, and et cetera, if a company and employee wishes to, you can actually set up a geofence that it, while an employee's track, you know, clocked in, if they out, leave outside that fence, it at least alerts the system that, you know, they're off the job site, et cetera. Et cetera. Uh, and then financially, 100, 000, almost $100,000 of revenue for the company is huge right now. And then the ability to really sink our teeth into something that's country agnostic. Uh, the, my, the majority of the smart clock customers are in Mexico, where we just launched the carbon pay uh, rules engine for calculating payroll. And so we're being able to cross-pollinate in terms of sell carbon pay to smart clock customers and vice versa. And then it has been a huge selling point, both in South Africa and Mexico, to be able to talk about smart clock and its features, functions, you know, that we can offer to our clients. Awesome. Awesome. So very, very smart acquisition. I definitely know, uh, kind of familiar with the space. And I know the Latin Am area of the world is expanding as far as technology services and it kind of mm-hmm. like the gig economy. So I think that was a really great acquisition, uh, especially because it really directly correlates with the, your current business model and what you all are doing. So that was an excellent, excellent acquisition. So as far as the funds raised on the Republic platform far, how much longer do you plan to keep raising on the platform? And what's the, the focus with the funds after the raise? So I'll, I'll uh, add this benefit to the smart clock because it's a good segue into the fundraising. It makes us a much more attractive company in terms of capital raising. When Brad and I, Brad, I, my background is in investment banking. And so when we got into this, I made this enormous cash flow model that's on the WeFunder site. You can download one of the earlier versions of it. It's a live model. So I'm constantly updating it with you know, performance from the previous month, both income and the expenses performance. And that filters onto the balance sheets. It's a full cash flow model. So Brad and I can play with different capital structures and different routes, different decisions that we want to take. Do we buy smart clock or do we not buy smart clock? Now, how do we, how do we, you know, carry us past September, December, you know, by putting these scenarios into this model, uh, we're able to, uh, you know, make decisions. So the, the added benefit of we were able to do using the cash flow model, Brad and I were able to boil down basically, we could not buy smart clock and we could be in South Africa growing that growing that business in Mexico, growing that you know portfolio, launching Philippines, and all this sounds exciting and it's kind of slow organic growth. Or we could lay out, do the cash layout, buy smart clock, add the functionality, do, you know, skip developing the functionality that we need for Philippines anyway, save money there, and then raise some additional cash to, to, to replenish our coffers. Uh, in, the, in our wall that Brad and I talk about often, where is our wall and our cash? Where does the cash, you know, given, given all these, ver- given our historical expense runs, Given our budget moving forward, what, what Brad and the development team and Brad and the sales and the me always in there, you know, have concluded that this is what we need in terms of expenses to achieve this result. 
all this is in the cash flow model so that we've got, and we're tracking beautifully to these budgets. So we can see exactly where this cash flow stream ends. And we, Brad and I decided that, you know, taking on smart clock was worth taking away a month, month and a half of our carry, our ability to carry the company because it makes the company so much more attractive for, for fresh capital coming in. So we are, uh, the current capital campaign, it, the, the WeFunder side of things has slowed down a little bit. We just did a big blast out to the WeFunder. The WeFunder itself is doing a big blast out to their entire universe. We're at least going to let that run for three or four weeks, just kind of scoop up all the money that we can from that. And then we are, the plan is to close out, stop the WeFunder campaign at that time. And we've already engaged with Salt Capital. And uh, we are engaged with Salt Capital to do a Series A 1.5 million on a new valuation of the company. And so we are heavy working with them in terms of the cash flow model, new pitch decks, uh, new PPM. And I started the email blast last week to the Latin American VCs uh, who we were talking to last year who said, once you guys are in Latin America, we're very interested in coming on board. So we've started making those meetings back and uh, you know, we're getting ready for a large, you know, larger Series A. Usage of that money uh, is going to be 70, 80 plus percent on if uh, if we had when we the first round of this of the money, like the WeFunder money, 80, 90 percent was development because we need to get our product out there. Now we've got some product out there. So that that dial has turned down a little bit. And it's going to be more like 70, 80% into development. So we can try to do multiple countries at once because now we've got, we've got a team of developers. We've developed our, like a sports team. We have developed our core of our development guys. So now we can raise, these guys have put out two countries now. They all know their roles. It's a, it's a, you know, we've got a QA, uh, we've got, you know, the, the lead developers and some junior developers, they're in three different countries also. So we're, we're not only a, you know, we're not only the owners, but we're also a client. <laughs> so, you know, we've really got the core down of our developers. So now once we, now that we we're starting to raise this larger money, the next chunk is going to be to add on help around those guys. So to, to add countries quicker. So now we can develop two and three countries at a time. The plan is to have 30 countries by the end of three years. The real goal is to have 50 to 150 countries by the end of five to eight years. We take calculated risks. We looked at the smart clock application. We, um, you know, are we better off with or without them? And is that worth the month and a half of reduction in our ability to carry this business without raising more cash? I mean, I mean that's how we approach every decision. So, but it, but with boldness, you know, we we want to make this big. Definitely, definitely. And I think uh, everything you said there makes a lot of sense. Um, explaining the fact that you are, you have definitely have a finance ba- uh, background, investment banking. Uh, you have a real skill team that already knows the area in which you guys are operating in. The plan for expansion makes a lot of sense based on how much of capital that was raised. And I'm pretty sure based on the acquisition, is going to bring you in more revenue. Uh, and the fact that you do plan to do a Series A in the near future and you already have interest there, which is excellent. Um, I'm really excited for Carbon Pay and the recent acquisition was just amazing. I do plan to add on some of my investment on the WeFunder platform. Uh, and for all the listeners listening, they're going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and add the uh, link in the description so you know exactly where to go if you are interested in investing in Carbon Pay. Hey, Rob, I want to thank you for your time today and all the excellent things you all are doing at Carbon Pay. Thanks again.